This is the Truth Hurts Program. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Truth Hurts Program with Steve Z. Tuesday, 14th day of March, 2023. Coming to you from behind the steering wheel in the front seat of the old F-250. A few ramblings I thought I'd share with you today. Michael Obama, the guy who apparently transgendered into Michelle Obama, according to many rumors, spent a lot of your tax dollars on vacations trips and parties while she was the first dude, uh, first lady. Many people think she was a guy, making her the first gentleman. (laughs) I won't go into that. She might be a woman. Have you ever seen the original Star Trek? There was an episode in which an ugly creature with a big round mouth and bug eyes and a squinted face and a furry nappy coat of hair craved salt And it was the last of its kind, a changeling that could shapeshift into different forms, fell in love with Dr. McCoy. Anyway, there are many photos circulating around the internet showing side-by-side comparison photos of Michelle Obama and this salt-sucking creature from the original Star Trek. If you get a minute, look it up. It is a hilariously accurate comparison. The two look like they could be mother and daughter. I won't go there. Anyway, according to a Freedom of Information Act finding, the spouse of former president, the first half-black president, Barack Hussein Obama, whose real name was Barry Sotero when he was in school, at least that's what his school ID said, the wife, the spouse of Barack Hussein Obama, spent $115 million in your tax money on vacations for herself because she couldn't just go on vacation. She couldn't gather up the two daughters, Shaniqua and Laquiqua, or whatever their names were, and take a little vacation to, I don't know, Motel 6 or the Holiday Inn. No, $115 million because she had to have her entourage as if she was some kind of celebrity, some kind of special individual, makeup artists and groomers and, oh, groomers deal with pets? Now well, she's an animal anyway. Anyway, $115 million of your tax money during the Obama presidency for Michelle Obama to take vacations. What a party lifestyle. Wow. I balk at $100 a night to go stay at a sleep inn or a comfort inn. $115 million. Yes, you paid for it, folks. I'm telling you. And this is not a racist thing. I'm not a racist. I'm a realist. I point out fact and truth. Hypocrisy. Double standards. Melania Trump did not spend nearly that much of your tax money. Not at all. In fact, I believe a Freedom of Information Act study came out on that one, and she spent so little of the taxpayer's money on her personal vacations, trips, etc., that I think 
the reporting agencies that did the Freedom of Information Act requests were so embarrassed by the results that they didn't even report it. I'll try and do some research on that today, dig in and find out. Probably not a dime is what they found. Probably less than $1,000 over the four years of the Trump presidency. Because, well, the Trumps had their own money. But if you remember, the Obamas were supposedly broke. They were nobodies. They were total losers. He was a community shitster, a, a community organizer, an activist in Chicago, supposedly. He was working for the peepers. They plucked him up out of from nowhere, broke-ass black guy, and made him into the first half-black president of the United States. What a story. Now the Obamas are worth hundreds of millions of dollars, despite the fact that Michelle Obama, Michael Obama, whatever his, its name is, has never really worked. Because, you know, between her and her sweet mama, you know, the grandmama, the baby, the baby grandma, they had to raise them two girls. The two girls. Their names were Sasha and Malia, by the way, not Shaniqua and Laquiqua. But it doesn't matter. Those two girls who came from supposedly a broke-ass black man as a dad got to, the, to attend some of the finest schools on planet Earth where photos of the girls smoking dope and hanging out with bad crowds, sort of like preacher's daughters, right? Came out $115 million for Michelle Michael Obama just to vacation while he was the president. Shameful, disgusting. But as I was getting ready to say, we deserve that. Our people was in chains for 400 years. We deserve that. We got what we had coming to us because Barack was the president. And as such, we get some special privileges. That's the mentality. That's the attitude. This is the Truth Hurts program. At some point today, as more banks fear failing because they have spent more money than you have deposited, and they thought, well, I can get away with this a little longer. There will probably be another announcement of a major or at least a regional bank on the verge of collapse. This after Joe Biden, your president, had the nerve yesterday again to get on the television and lie to you. <clears throat> Excuse me. Telling you that everything is good. Everything is right. Remember, this is the same president that told you his inflation was not his fault. He claims he inherited high inflation. If you look at the actual numbers from the revenue agency that runs our nation, the Commerce Department, the Treasury Department, all departments will tell you, Joe Biden walked into a presidency at 1.6 or 1.8% inflation. That's fact, that's reality. Joe Biden can lie to you all he wants to. Figures don't lie and liars don't figure. Joe Biden inherited a 1.6 or 1.8% inflation and managed to get it almost all the way to 10%. Almost all the way to 10% in the first year. His average 
overall two-year inflation number is over 14.5% inflation. Many said inflation was temporary. It was transitory. That was the word they used. Transitory, temporary. I don't know if they know what the definition of those words are. Inflation has been persistent, pernicious for well over two years. That's a lot of inflation for a long period of time. And I guess inflation doesn't last forever. As such, I guess it could be considered temporary, but that's a weird definition of temporary. Joe Biden lied when he said inflation wasn't part of his presidency or that he inherited it. He then tried to blame Trump for his own inflation. <clears throat> tried to blame Trump for Biden's inflation. Incredible. And half the nation looks at Joe Biden as if he's just dear, sweet old man who would never hurt a fly and never lie to anyone. The African American 13% hyphenated American minority, the black folks, they were pissed in 1994 when Joe Biden signed that massive crime bill that he, Joe Biden, was part of the authoring. Joe Biden created the 1994 crime bill with some of his other cronies. It was probably one of the best things to ever happen in the United States, I'll say that, because it put more thug criminals behind bars. The black community cried out, racism, racism, because that's the first words they say instead of, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. They screamed racism because the result of the crime bill was to put a lot of black young men in jail, many of whom were actual hardened criminal thug animals and deserved to be in jail. But you see, when those pesky realities, those pesky facts come out, when the data comes out, the statistics come out and show, holy crap, the vast overwhelming majority of crime is committed by one minority, one demographic, young black men. Pointing out that fact suddenly becomes racist. (laughs) It's not racist if it's based on fact. The fact is, more crime was committed by those individuals than any other group. Now Joe Biden apologizes. It's like going out and raping 20 young girls and then someone says, Man, you raped 20 young girls, Joe. That's a bad thing. Oh, it's a bad thing? Oh, let me apologize and make it all go away. That ain't how it works. Unless, of course, you're a Democratic major political party member. All of the crimes of the Bill Clinton, Hillary Clinton crime family, completely uninvestigated, no consequences. All of the crimes committed by the Biden crime family, you know, Joe, Jill, Hunter, I don't want to speak ill of Bo, he might have been a good one, but he's dead. What about Jim Biden, the president's own brother? All of those crimes, uninvestigated, swept under the rug, pushed aside, never reported on. Why? He's a Democrat. 
Barack Hussein Barry Sotero Obama. Still, all of the controversy swirling around that clown and his appointment to president, all of his origin stories, the fact that he claims he was the editor of the Harvard Law Review, and yet not a single Harvard student who went to that school at that time ever even heard of him. You know every other editor of the Harvard Law Review. They go on to become famous attorneys. Barack Obama claims that that's what he was. And they appointed him president. And his wife spent $115 million of your tax dollars on vacations with her makeup artist and her wardrobe person and her people that really didn't have a position, but she put them on the payroll anyway. Such a shame. Such a shame. And because there's a D for Democrat behind their name, no consequences, no punishment, not even an investigation. Just a, oh, that must be a conspiracy theory. You must be a Trump-supporting MAGA hat-wearing idiot. That's all. End of story. End of discussion. Disgusting. This is the Truth Hurts program. Sleepy, creepy, touchy-feely, muttering, puttering, shuddering, stuttering, fluttering, mumbling, fumbling, crumbling, bumbling, tumbling, stumbling, stammering, hair-sniffing, mopey, dopey, little-girl-groping Joe Biden, the milk carton president, the silver alert president. If this guy were out driving a car, there would be signs along the interstate highway system saying, please be on the lookout for Joe Biden. 80-year-old driving a whatever the hell he'd be driving, old Buick, license plate number S-E-N-I-L-E-1, senile one. Last scene, trying to figure out which exit to get off of in order to stay on the highway. He is the silver alert president. And he was caught on a live mic saying, I am laser focused on being laser focused. Or my focus is on being laser focused. Something to that effect. And it's just a head scratcher. He's the president of the United States. It's no wonder little rocket man Kim Jong-un is firing missiles once again. Kim Jong-un respected and feared Donald Trump. Kim Jong-un laughs at Joe Biden. He just laughs at him openly. Look, old man crazy. Old man stupid. Old man no remember nothing. <laughs> they laugh at Joe Biden at the Kremlin. Joe Biden is no threat to them. What's scary, though, is Joe Biden probably should be a threat. Because if he presses the green button tomorrow, followed by the red button, and has someone turn the two key switches and punches in his code, if he can remember it, what does Joe Biden have to lose? His wife loves kissing other men. We've seen that time and time again. Not just a little friendly hello kiss. His one son is dead. His other son is a coke addict who has 
literally spent him into oblivion. And he is a senile old man. What does he have left to lose? If Joe Biden starts World War III today at 7.40 Eastern time, what does it matter to Joe Biden? If anyone is left after the carnage of a nuclear war, they'll just say, well, half of them, Joe Biden, the Democrat in the United States of America, started World War III. What an evil man. The other half will go, he was a hero. He saved us from some made-up crisis. How dare you speak ill of our last president, Joe Biden. That, my friends, is how divided this nation has become. We are so divided as a country now that Joe Biden could walk out in the public square today after taking his Viagra, rape nine eight-year-old girls and a dog in front of the Pope at a stadium filled with Catholic school kids and half the nation would say, you see, the children love Joe Biden. They're lining up to be with him. What a great man Joe Biden is. The other half would see him for what he truly is. A sick, twisted, pedophile pervert. His own son calls him Pedo Pete, Pedophile Pete. His own son knows that daddy is a sick, twisted, pedophilic freak. Yet, the news media, the leftist, progressive, liberal, woke, mainstream, slimeball media will support Joe Biden no matter what he does, no matter what he says. Then they'll tell you that you are wrong and evil and twisted and sick for thinking anything other than Joe Biden is God. History is a great teacher if history is not screwed around with. History tells us that Abraham Lincoln freed the slaves, and that is true. I think he also had slaves. They conveniently leave that part out. George Washington, as I grew up, I cannot tell a lie. I chopped down the cherry tree led our nation out of the rule of the King of England and became a great man, our first president. What a hero. But you see, they need to rewrite history. George Washington evidently was an evil man because he had some of them there Negroes for slaves. Everyone had slaves then. Everyone, damn near. Or some sort of servant or a hired hand who didn't get paid very well, who slept out back in a tent. Even black people had slaves back then. History, of course, is rewritten. History will tell you the real history, that no white people went to Africa and rounded up black people and put them in chains and stuck them in the bottom of boats and then dragged them to the Virginia colony and made them pick cotton and tobacco. History, true history, is accurate. Black men rounded up other black men from the losing tribes at which they went to war, or with which they went to war. Sorry, 
little early for proper English. The Ombupa tribe and the Motisa tribe got into a skirmish in Africa, and the Motisa tribe beat the Mobutu tribe, and they used to kill their men, just kill their men, rape their women, steal their children. Then one day, one of the Africans got smart and said, hey, we no kill men. We put men in chains. We sell men to slave trader. And they marched those black men from the losing tribe across the deserts and through the jungles. And if any of them acted up, got uppity, they killed them. And that was a lesson to the other men. Y'all best not do that. Or y'all, y'all get uppity. We finna kill y'all. They marched the rest of the black men across the desert, through the jungle, to the beach. And then they told the black slave traders, Umbala maka umu, umu to opututu man. Oh, yes, we will sell you these black men for six pairs of beads and a knife. And they sold those black men into slavery to black men who then ferried them across the ocean and deposited them in the West Indies on the islands where the slave markets were held. Black men sold black men into slavery with other black men. And then sometimes black men would sell those slaves to other black people, plantation owners in what is now known as the Carolinas, Virginia, Maryland, Georgia, and other places in the New World. It wasn't the United States of America then. America had slaves, but didn't start it. We didn't start the fire. The rewritten versions of history that your young school churn and grand churn, that's children for those of you who don't speak Ebonics, your school children and grandchildren are being taught a revised version of history, a rewritten version of history. One in which, supposedly, the British army went over to Africa, took over the nation, the whole continent, stole all the black men, raped all the black women and children, brought the black men over in chains, made them row, row, row their boat gently over the ocean, and then put them in chains and made them into slaves in the New World colonies, and then told America once you become America, you need to keep those slaves or we're going to come back and kick your arse. Or something like that. The lies portrayed of Americans, of white people, would have you think that slavery ended three, four years ago, right before Barack Hussein Obama became the president. That's what they'd have you believe. That's what they want you to believe. That's what they want you to believe. They want you to think that Martin Luther King Jr. came and freed all the slaves. That because when poor Martin Luther King had a dream, before Martin Luther King walked across the Pettus Bridge in Selma, Alabama, every black person was still a slave in chains and had to pick cotton for white people. I saw a Prager University interview on the World Wide Web the other day. A young man holding a microphone was asking college students 
some very pointed questions. One of the questions was, when did slavery end? And one of the black girls said, I don't know, when was Martin Luther King the president? <laughs> well, a couple of things there. Of course, Martin Luther King was never the president. And that could be taken as slavery's never ended, I guess. Maybe they are still slaves in their own minds. Maybe black people are still slaves in their own minds. Maybe they really truly believe the lie that the white man has their knee upon their neck. That the white man's knee is upon the neck of every black African American out there. And that they still in chains, that they still bees in chains. But how could that be? Joe Biden said, if you elect Donald Trump back president, here, put you back in chains. What a race-baiting piece of crap that Barack Hussein Obama's vice president, Joe Biden, actually is. We're in the year 2023, folks. For those of you keeping score, slavery was abolished 160 years ago. 160 years ago slavery ended in this country. Not 60 years ago. Not when Martin Luther King was the president, because he never was. So for 160 years, the African American minority in this country has been lied to by their own forebearers, their own predecessors. And since the 1960s, a hundred years after slavery ended, the 13% hyphenated American minority has been lied to by the Democratic Political Party in the United States of America. Straight up lied to. Made to believe that somehow the evil rich Republican white man is keeping them down. I went to school and to elementary school in the early 1960s mid-1960s. I sat next to a black kid. I sat on the other side in the row of chairs, five rows wide, six rows deep, a class filled with 30 students in the public school system. From the first grade all the way through the sixth grade, I was in the public school system before it got so bad that my parents said, uh-uh, let's pull him out put him and his brothers in a private school where they won't be ice-picked by a criminal thug future felon. During my time in the public school system, I was taught that one plus one equals two. So was the black kid next to me. So was Emilio, the, I believe he was Cuban, Cuban-American refugee who sat to my right. So was a girl named Bebet. Bebet. Dark-skinned black girl with really ashy skin. Looked like she'd ever bathed. Nasty girl with a nasty attitude. I would be able to understand what she said. Oh, girl, talk like this. It was unbelievable. I don't understand. Where come I'm out? What? Yeah. You'll have to rewind that part, folks. Nasty girl. I could not understand a word she said mumbling, marble-mouthed, mush-mouthed, 
nonsense was all I ever got from her. Totally ignorant. One plus one equals two. Class, we're going to go one at a time and ask you a question. Steve, what does one plus one equal? Two. Tyrone, what does one plus one equal? Uh, two. Emilio, what does one plus one equal? Uh, dos. No, English. Oh, see. Si. Uh, two. Very good. Fong. Fong was a Vietnamese refugee. One of the first that came over, escaped Vietnam. Fong, what does one plus one equal? One plus one equals two. Everyone in the class, we got to Babette. I don't know. I don't know. It don't matter. I don't care. C-A-T spells cat. Steve, what does C-A-T spell? Cat. Spell cat. C-A-T. Very good. Tyrone, spell cat. C-A-T. Cat. It's cat. There's a T on the end of it. Try again. C-A-T. Cat. It's cat, but we'll let you slide because the school system says we have to. <laughs> Bebet, I don't know. Fong, lunch. Folks, I've run out of time for this edition of the Truth Hurts program. Go out there and make it a great, great day. Oh, I'm going to rot in hell for this one. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Truth Hurts program. Opinions expressed are protected free speech under the First Amendment to the U.S. Constitution. I apologize if you are offended, but I retract nothing. Background music courtesy of Jason Shaw and Audio Nautics. Copyright 2023, the Truth Hurts program network. All rights reserved.